Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And a very good Monday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Steven Strom here. Marlins win 2-0. They take 3 out of 4 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, for the Miami Marlins, their sixth shutout of the season this afternoon. They cap off their seven-game week-long homestand in style with a 2-0 blanking of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Welcome to the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Nelly, Yuri Perez sensational today. Six shutout innings. Jonathan Davis with a homer. Some insurance in the eighth. Puck bounces back in the ninth inning. Bullpen, Oker, and Nardi were sensational. This was an all-around put-together performance for a ball club in the Marlins that are now 11 games over 500 this season. Yeah, it was a real good series. After losing two out of three to the Blue Jays, we even talked about, hey, they have to win or they should win three out of four if not sweep the Pirates. The Pirates put together some really good starters. You know, they did outstanding on the mound. Their starting staff did against the Marlins. They just offensively, you can see the struggles that they are having. The Marlins took advantage of that and put together some really good starts themselves. You know, it all started with Lazardo, then Braxton Garrett. Then you had Hoeing. Hoeing did outstanding. And then Yuri Perez, you know, how about the effort that he's thrown together? That's three starts in a row that he's gone six shutout. Uh, he's just been incredible. And, and even watching him, everything is down in the zone, down. He very rarely, and it, and it almost seems like it might be a mistake when he climbs the ladder a little bit with the four-seamer. Four-seamer down, sinker down, slider. He had to change up. He didn't have a cha- great change up. He got the one strikeout on it today. You know, maybe didn't have a great feel for it, but we've seen him – Put that pitch into his arsenal a little bit more over the last three or four starts. But he's been outstanding. And when you get good starting pitching, and that's what the Marlins have thrown together, you have a really good shot of winning the ball game. And it really doesn't matter how many runs you score. And then the bullpen came in, did a good job, did a really nice job today. They got some confidence right now, don't they? Yeah, and that's what you need. You know, you're playing teams that you should beat. You know, you look at some of the teams that they have played that they've swept uh, and even some of the teams like the Pirates, you, you said their record. What did you say? They were 20-8 and eight or 24-8 and eight or whatever when they start the, started the season. Yeah. Really, have, it's taken a turn downhill since. And, you know, the Marlins aren't. And they're still, they're still beating these teams that they should beat. Now they go on a road trip where you're gaining a bunch of confidence. Four and three at home on this, on this homestand. Now you play the Red Sox. The Red Sox have been pretty hot. They play in a really tough division. And then you see the Atlanta Braves. And that'll be a good test for them. I mean, not saying, hey, we're going to gauge 
or they're going to gauge where they are as far as what kind of team they have. The Braves are the best team in baseball. It's going to be a yep. really fun series for, I think, the Marlins. The Marlins should say, hey, this is, you know, we're going to try to set a statement or make a statement here. But you gain some confidence heading into that road trip and heading into Boston on Tuesday. Awesome stuff. Nelly, always fun to work with the man. Yes, and, uh, I'll see you when you guys get off the road. You're, you're back with us when we're off the road? Yes. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, Nelly, safe travels. We'll see you soon. You too, Kyle. All right, that's Chef Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this afternoon's 2-0 affair that goes in favor of the Miami Marlins. We were scoreless through two and a half until Jonathan Davis led off the bottom of the third facing Johan Oviedo with a bang. 3-2, hit in the air, fairly deep, left field. Palacios looking up. See you later. Jonathan Davis, his second of the season. It's 1-0 Miami in the third. Come to find out, Marlins only needed one today. That's how darn good Yuri Perez was. Six innings, four hits, no runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. Johan Oviedo, extremely good in the zone right. Seven innings, one run, six hits, no walks, and six punchouts. This was a one nothing game when Yuri Perez departed. Steven Okert tossed a perfect seventh. Andrew Nardi. Worked around a hit in the eighth. The Marlins did get some insur insurance, I beg your pardon. In the bottom of the eighth inning, uh, Ryan Barucki was on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Leading things off was Luis Arise, who popped out to foul territory. Arise today goes one for four. His season average is at 399, headed into Boston on Tuesday. With one out, Garrett Cooper singled questionable, and we'll see if we get some answers downstairs postgame, why Garrett Hampson did not pitch run for Garrett Cooper because De La Cruz laced a double down the left field line, probably would have played it another run. Now, fortunately, after the De La Cruz double, runners at second and third. McGlinsky came into the game for the Pirates. First battery face was Jorge Soler pinch hitting for Jesus Sanchez. He hit a rocket towards third. It was picked by Castro, and there was a fielder's choice put out that went 5-2 to two to cut down Garrett Cooper at the plate. And so with two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning with runners at first and third, Yuli Gurriel was at the plate. Here's the 2-0. It's a ground ball. The hits off of McGlinsky rolling into shallow right field. It's a base knock. And here comes a throw in towards second now. Gurriel trying to take the bag at second. He's thrown out. But a run scores on the play. De La Cruz scores from third. The Marlins have a 2-0 lead. Boy, it was a wild play, and fortunately for Gurriel, that ball knocked off of McGlinsky, rolled into shallow right field. Dave LaCruz scored easily from third. Marlins had a 2-0 lead after eight innings in this ballgame. That set the table for A.J. Puck in the top of the ninth. After he blew it on Friday, he bounced back today. He got Carlos Santana to line out to center field. Henry Davis grounded out to short, and the last hope for the Pirates today was Connor Joe pinch hitting. First pitch, here's a shot, out to short, line drive, caught by Wendell. A.J. Puck, his 11th save of the season. For the Miami Marlins, their 45th victory here in 2023. The Marlins take this series from the Pirates, and they beat them today 2-0 for the Marlins. It's their sixth shutout victory of the season. And for A.J. Puck, his 11th save here in 2023, the Marlins blank the Pirates. Another shutout on the verge of another one-run victory until they got the insurance in the bottom of the eighth inning. Marlins today beat the Pirates 2-0 for the Marlins, now 45-34 this season, 11 games over 500. They have simply been sensational this season. They have been such a joy to watch. Marlins, this is the second-best start through the club's now 
uh, for 79 games in franchise history. Marlins 45 and 34. Only the 1997 World Series team better than these 2023 Marlins through 79 games in a season. Terrific stuff. Totals from this ball game for the Pirates. No runs, five hits, no errors. Six men left on base for the Marlins. Two runs, nine hits, no errors. Six men left on base. Tough luck loser today is Johan Oviedo. He falls a three and eight. The winning pitcher, Yuri Perez, now five and one this season. Yuri Perez now spanning four starts, 21 consecutive scoreless innings. A.J. Puck is 11th save of the season today. Played this ball game in two hours and seven minutes, and we did so in front of 21,552 inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park today. Perez sensational. So, too, is the rest of the bullpen. Uh, tip of the cap to Jonathan Davis, who went deep in the third, and then the Marlins get the insurance credit and courtesy of Yuli Gurriel in the bottom of the eighth. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff today, they punched out 12. That means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Think Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say and his reaction from the win over the Pirates. Uh, Skip, we'll start with Yuri. Uh, once again, another fabulous outing. I think he's got the longest active streak in 21 scoreless. How would you describe his start to his career? Pretty incredible. I. I also think he didn't have his real stuff today, which is crazy to say, um, going six scoreless. Um, just shows you why, what kind of pitcher he is when he doesn't have everything. Um, his, you know, and feels really good, you know, coming out of the bullpen. Um, Mel said he was a little frustrated leaving the bullpen. Um, and just, you know, let's watch it and see what happens. And he goes six scoreless. Um, so, I, you know, his fastball was, you know, really good when he needed it. Um, the strikeout against Austin Hedges. Um, at the to end the second or third, I can't remember exactly what it was. Was uh, you know dotted, um, and I thought the slider ended up getting better. I thought the changeup was getting better towards the end of his outing. Um, so it just showed you like the maturity um, to get through a few tough innings um, by his standards, and then the last few innings, him really feeling his changeup and his slider and. Um, and then I felt like he was actually getting stronger towards the end. And what does it say about his character, not just being able to fight through what he fought through, but he's a top prospect. There's a lot of attention, all the expectations from a guy like this, and he's going out there making it look easy. Yeah, there's you hear about these top prospects all the time coming up, and it usually takes a while to you know get your feet underneath you at the big league level because there's good lineups that he's going through right now, and it's shutout after shutout and he's going not just four and five and he's going into the six now and if he had a pitch count that was higher he could definitely keep going he looks at me every time like I'm good and like yeah I know um but that it's just uh it's it, it's a we're fortunate to watch what's happening and I haven't seen it before like this from a pitcher I've seen position players come up super hot um you know the Tatises of the world and Yasiel Puig in 2013 when I was over there, but I've never seen a pitcher do this at this age, at this level. Um, you know, it, it's it's really impressive. You, oh, mentioned, you mentioned pitch counts. Obviously, he's approaching his career high in innings pitched to any point. It, what is the plan with him going forward? Yeah, we'll talk about that um, going forward, and I think that's a, a group effort. It's not just me. It's Kim, the front office. Um, 
you know, everybody else involved that, you know, that has a say in this thing. But I think, you know, ultimately it'll be the, the front office and the staff and, and doing what's right for him and, and for us. And just how tough are those conversations to have when it's you see how well he's doing, but also knowing protecting his future, but also just trying to find that balance between the two. Yeah, it's going to be tough, no, no doubt. Um, you know, it, but it's just part of where he's at and where we're at. And, you know, I also think, you know, we're very lucky to have had him this early for this long, for this many starts. And he's put together um, every time he's been out there, we've had a chance to win or have won the game. So I'm, I actually think about it, like how fortunate we have been until we get some of these guys back um, healthy. So I look at it both ways. And he stepped up in a position where there were multiple starters struck, like injured. Um, how big was it that he was able to come in and actually like perform and do it like you said as well as he has? Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. That is the fact that you know I'm, we feel fortunate that he came in at a time when we needed him. May, you know, there was conversation that maybe he wasn't ready. Um, that's not true. He was definitely more than ready. But you never know at this level. The minor leagues and the big leagues, there's a big gap. Um, it's not just you just run through a ball, double A, triple A. He skips triple A and just goes to the big leagues, and it's just just as easy. Nobody does that. I mean, consecutively, you can do it one or two starts, but not what he's doing. It's it's um, it's, a, it's a really special moment for this franchise, for him, for us. Good to see him. Good to see him. Maybe making a trip to Seattle in two weeks for the for the game. Oh, yeah, why not? Hope he doesn't pitch there, but yeah, <laughs> uh, hope those aren't part of his innings. Uh, but yeah, you, of course, you'd love to see him there. You'd love to see a lot of the guys that are deserving. But I mean, he's he's been one of the most dominant pitchers in the major leagues. Uh, and it, for more than just a couple starts now, that's that's real stuff. You ask guys on the other side, and um, that's electric stuff for six innings, shutout baseball after shutout, um, and, and has put us in a position where we're at right now. You know, because because of him, a lot of because of him. I wonder, because when when I asked you about uh, Luis a couple of weeks ago, you said you've never seen something quite like it, hitting 400 at this level. But a pitcher that young, that dominated, uh, dominating, have you seen? something quite like it no i've never seen anything like it <laughs> ever yeah so uh you know I, I faced clayton kershaw when he came up um i was his first i actually was his first at bat at 20 years old and he dominated uh but i don't think he went on a run like this 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 is a crazy run um and i just don't see it going a different direction because of how easy and fluid his mechanics and um, his mentality, the game planning has gotten better. I thought Fortez was outstanding again with him. Um, all our starters this series were amazing. Um, and I thought Fortez and Stallings both did an excellent job, and they don't get enough credit for how they've nav- navigated through these games. Skip Jonathan Davis, the home run, again, just the latest of what he's been able to do to help you guys just to be able to get you guys on the board and just the value that he has brought for a month plus now. A great trade for for our um, you know our front office and for you know our team and um, not just the production but the energy that we were honestly I was thinking like he's going to solidify the defense like it's going to you know up the middle defense is going to be really good when we get him and he's provided more than enough offense and you know one you know one of the big parts of winning the game today so um, yeah we it's it's been a huge addition and um, you know we love having him here. Skip Ogard and Puck uh, bouncing back. Obviously, they're to have those games where you know they give up some runs. But what you like about the adjustments they made against the same team? Exactly what you said. They'd be able to flush it and go on. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. You have to flush that um, so-called bad outing if you're a reliever. 
we have a lot of maturity in that in that bullpen. Uh, a lot of mature guys have been there before, able to flush it and move on. And um, we were really we were really light in the bullpen today because of yesterday. So uh, we didn't have many places else to go, and for them to do that, you know, pretty clean innings um, was was huge for us. Didn't end up really in the outcome of the game, but um, in the ninth inning there with Cooper on first base, was there any? Um, thought to pinch running Hampson there, and even when Coop's on third, to make pinch run Hampson. If you pinch run Hampson, then you cannot. Then what do you do with Solaire? You know what I'm saying? So like Solaire's going in. The, you have to. The lefty's coming in. We're going to pinch uh, pinch hit Solaire for um, Sanchez. So Solaire would have to go to right field. So if I used him there for Cooper, then I would lose a DH if I put Hampson in the in right field there. So I have to I have to wait for Solaire to get up to the plate, get on base, and now he's playing right field. And also, because of four and three on the homestand, you're going on a road trip against two tough teams. How good is this win just to, and this latest string just to keep you guys the momentum going into a tough road trip? Yeah, you always want to win at home. You have to, you have to win at home. And I think we've said that, you know, 500 on the road, win at home, back to back, huge crowds, exciting. Um, so I think you know the momentum was there and. To, to keep that momentum going. And um, again, I, I said it last night, how great that crowd was. And it just felt like we just repeated the same thing yesterday or today. And so, you know, it was a really cool homestand. All right, Yuri Perez was just outstanding again. He moves to five and one on the year, six innings, four hits, zero runs, nine punch outs. He ties a career high for strikeouts. Just an unreal performance from Yuri. Let's hear what he had to say. Translated by Louis Durante. Hey, what you've been doing out there, you make it look easy. Does it feel as easy as you're making it look? Eury, lo que estás haciendo allá afuera, lo estás haciendo no está fácil. De verdad que ha sido fácil así como se ha visto. No, no es fácil. No es nada fácil. Se ve fácil, pero no es fácil. Eh, hay que tratar de salir a competir con los muchachos. A veces que hay picheos que no, no están ese día, tú tienes que tratar con otro. Y nada, y tratar de, de hacer un ajuste ahí. No, it's not not easy. It may look easy, but it's not. Uh, every time you go out there, you got to go and compete with, with all your teammates. Uh, sometimes uh, you have a pitch that's not working, and then you have to make the adjustment. But uh, overall, it's not easy. Skip mentioned that you said you didn't have your best stuff. You didn't feel great coming out of the bullpen. How were you able to still throw six scoreless despite not having your best stuff. Sí, es que él comentó de que hoy parece que no tenía la mejor cosita ahí lista para hoy, que no saliste tan 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 rey de bullpen. Pero a pesar de eso, ¿cómo tú tú hiciste para para sacar seis innings en cero? Ah, no tratando, tratando con los siguientes picheos. Eh, hoy la reta estaba un poquito, me estaba llevando un poco en los primeros innings. Luego la, la conseguí otra vez, eh, también el cambio lo estaba fallando mucho. Sentí que no fue, no fue lo mejor tampoco en el bullpen, pues no, no trabajé bien, como que eh, el tiempo no, no me alcanzó. Nada, y seguí compitiendo con el del aire, que estaba haciendo, estaba haciendo buen trabajo hoy, y nada, me dejé llevar de, de esos picheos nada más. You gotta, you gotta go out there sometimes, and, and when you don't have a pitch that's working, you gotta go to the next one. Um, my fastball beginning of the game was not working as well as, uh, as my changeup. Um, and again, uh, like yes, during the bullpen session, I didn't feel 100% uh, out there. Um, maybe uh, didn't, I needed a little more extra time. But um, 
that's what you gotta do. You gotta make adjustment. The sliding was working very well, so I, I was really relying on, on my slider pretty much. Skip also complimented your game planning and how much you've learned over the course of the nine starts. What have you learned in that department and how would you evaluate the way you've grown in that area? Skip complimentó tu, tu preparación que, que tú tienes en, en el plan de juego. Este, ¿Qué tanto crees tú que has crecido eh, estando aquí en Grandes Ligas? Pues esa preparación que tú tienes y, y, y prepararte en ese plan de juego. Ah, no, tomando eh, de, cada, de, de cada uno de los muchachos, aprendiendo, eh, tratando de, 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 de salir ready para pa el juego, eh, tener, tener buena, buena rutina ahí en cada juego. Y nada, y tratar de, de sentirme bien en los juegos, eh, calentar bien, pero hoy salió un poquito tarde y no, no fue lo mejor ahí en el bullpen, pero no, me siento bien ahora, eh, traté de hacer ajustes y no, el, la cosa salió muy bien. Yeah, I'm being taken uh, little things from, from all the guys in there. You know, the, the preparation uh, they, they also have every day. Uh, you got to learn from, the, from, from your teammates. Uh, um, Today I didn't feel like fully 100% there. Like maybe I was a little late going out to the bullpen. Um, but yeah, you gotta you gotta prepare, have your routine, and, and stick to it. That fourth inning, eight pitches, especially after I think you were at 50 something going into that inning. How big was that for you, moving forward to get your pitch count back in order and be able to get through six? Sí, ese cuarto inning fueron ocho picheos nada más. Este, ¿Qué tan importante fue para ti para poder este, ahorrar esa cantidad de picheos que, que habían y, y date ese, ese empujón extra para otra entrada? Ah, como dije, eh, traté de hacer ajustes con, lo, con el primer picheo detrás. Ellos comenzaron a hacer swing, la cosa salió eh, saqueado con, con un primer picheo y eso me ayudó mucho para yo salir al siguiente inning. Porque en los primeros dos innings hice muchos picheos, pero después hice un ajuste eh, con los picheos y pude sacar con, con el primer lanzamiento. Yeah, that was, uh, that was huge. Uh, I was attacking the, the batters, first pitch strikes. They started swinging as well on that, uh, that inning, and, and it really did help me to, to go uh, an extra inning there. Um, they were aggressive, that's, that's what you gotta do, attack the zone. And um, at the end of the day, that, that was one of the things that, that's gonna help you. How much do you pay attention to everything that you've accomplished through your first nine starts? ¿Qué tanta atención tú le prestas a todo lo que has logrado en tu nueve aperturas en Grandes Ligas? Ah, no, no veo, no veo eso de número. Solo me concentro en divertirme porque esto solo está comenzando. Disfrutar el juego es lo más importante y salí ahí a competir con los muchachos. Yo sé que estoy haciendo buen trabajo, so no tengo que ver eso por ahora mismo. I've not looked at any numbers. Um, I'm focused on having fun with all my, my teammates. Go out there, compete, put a great game, put a great show. Uh, but uh, I have not been checking any, any numbers. I know I'm doing a good job, but besides that, nothing else. With that said, how much fun is this? And what's the next step? Euri Pérez, with what you've been doing so far. Sí, o sea, entonces hablando de eso que te estás diciendo qué tan divertido ha sido y, y cuál es el siguiente paso entonces para Euri Pérez. Ah, no, demasiado divertido es eh, eh, nosotros ganando eh, el siguiente paso es seguir ganando para ir a los playoffs, eh, ganando juegos y mantenerme salud para pa los siguientes juegos. 
yeah, um, it's been a lot of fun. Winning is fun. So uh, we got to continue um, winning a lot of games. Our next uh, step is the playoff. That will be the next step. Uh, we uh, want to stay healthy so I can continue uh, competing with all my teammates and win more games. How much credit do you give Nick Fortes? ¿Qué tanto, ¿Cuánto crédito le das a Nick Fortes? Ah, como digo, en la salida, en cada salida. Él tiene lo mismo crédito que yo. Eh, hace un buen trabajo ahí atrás. Eh, me ayuda mucho eh, con, con los picheos. A veces hay picheos que él nota, que es bueno para el bateador, y, y trabajamos con eso. Excelente ahí atrás. Nos llevamos muy bien y estamos llevando excelentes juegos. Like I always say every start, uh, he always gets the same credit that I, I get. Um, the, the, the calls that he made, the pitches, uh, we're always on the same page, uh, that communication always helps, and the knowledge that he has uh, about the, the opponents and, and the batters, it, it really get us into to the right position, the right place. All right, we are off today. We're in Boston enjoying a uh, well-needed, uh, a much-needed off day for the Marlins. We're back at it as we open up a three-game set against the Boston Red Sox. Sandy Alcantara takes the hill. It's going to be a 7-10 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 640. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. It's the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.